I mean, yeah. Actually, there was. I went. Where is it? Um, forgot what I was gonna. So I forgot what I was gonna say, but it's okay. <laughs> So welcome to Page Break. In honor of school starting in two weeks, we are going to be shining a spotlight on some of our favorite contemporary books that take place in high school. And yeah, since we are, we're going sophomore, sophomore year. Sophomore year. Did you say protagonist? Protagonist. Okay. Victoria can't pronounce things. Anyway. I, I actually can't. It's like something I'm working on right now. Working on? No, I'm not. It's so bad. You should see her trying to pronounce character names. It genuinely hurts me. So starting off with All the Bright Places. Um, Really quick, this book does romanticize mental illnesses a lot. They're used as like a um, plot point, I think, yeah. to sort of develop it, which not necessarily a bad thing, but just the way it's written. So quick content warning for that. Um, it's still a very beautiful book, but that's definitely something Yes, that's important to know when you read it. So the main character, Violet, is recently struggling um, due to the loss of her sister in a car crash. And so the, at the start of the book, um, she's standing at the top of a bell tower at school and she's contemplating jumping. And she gets talked down by the second main character, whose name is Finch. And he basically, like, he talks her down and he tells her not to do it. And they are forced to work together on a school project. And so they start growing close. And Finch is, like, your typical social outcast. You know, yeah. he's, like, weird. And he threw a chair at a teacher and no one likes him. But yeah, basically. <laughs> and Violet used to be popular before. Before um, her sister's death. But yeah. now she's. But at the same time, Finch is also struggling a lot with everything he's gone through. But he's not really. When he's with Violet, it's like in the beginning, things are working great. Like they're both becoming better. Yeah. Finch has these days he calls being asleep where he's like physically awake, but his mind is sort of shut down and he sort of goes through everything without realizing what's going on and like without being present and in the moment. And as he spends more time with Violet, he starts having less and less of those days and he starts being what he calls awake for longer. So basically as Finch helps Violet become into, go into, like, a better place. He slowly becomes worse. And so you see it's told from both, both points of view, which I love. Yeah. Um, and you can sort of see how Violet is getting better and Finch is still struggling. Yeah. Um, and the end of the book is so, so sad. sad. I sobbed so much. I remember I read it in, like, July of last year, and I was sobbing so hard that my eyes swelled up, and we had company over later in the day, and they were, like, genuinely worried why I was crying so much, and I, I had to explain. It was just... So why are you crying? Book. A book. Yeah. Doesn't sound as good when you Don't, say it out loud. Yeah, no, but... We uh, but, Yeah. We not we're not gonna say spoilers for the ending, but, but it's sad, very, very sad. sad. So do not read it if you yeah. are not prepared to cry a lot. Okay, so next book is Turtles All the Way Down, and I'm actually super happy for my eighth grade English teacher that she was recommending this to me because if not, I would have not known this book existed. So so Asa is struggling with anxiety and like OCD it's, from that. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's a symptom of her anxiety. Mm -hmm. And so in this book, it's she's kind of really struggling with her anxiety and it kind of holds her back on doing different things but despite that um a billionaire goes missing and so there's a huge price or price prize, prize. yeah see what i'm saying i don't think things through but there's a huge prize yeah. to find him so her and daisy which at the time is her best friend they kind of go on this like mission to find the billionaire 
And what they find is that the billionaire's son is actually Davis. one of Aza's childhood friends. And, oh wait, yeah. I'm not gonna spoil it, I'm sorry. Yeah, and they used to be really close. Um, they sort of drifted as they got older, but now they go to their house to try to like figure out what's happening and sort of start growing closer again. So it's a mixture of Aza trying to like overcome, um, her anxiety and actually like step out into the real world almost, mm-hmm. um, trying to find this billionaire. So it's a mixture of like this mystery plus, um, overcoming your own personal barriers. Yeah. And so over time, like friendships and Other love interests and yeah, it's like a whole, but there's a happy, there's a happy ending. There is a happy ending for this one. Yes. Um, and there's like the end, the climax scene is really intense, but the resolution's really good. That's, I sound like an English teacher. It's okay. Uh, but yeah, overall, definitely would recommend. The third book is I'll Give You the Sun by Jandy Nelson. I read this book earlier this year and my heart exploded. I loved it so much. Um, I have a bulletin board in my room with book quotes I like. And there's about three quotes from that book up on the board, which is a lot. Plot centers two twins, right? The plot centers around two twins named June, Jude, Jude and Noah. And at first, they used to be really close. So the book flashes back. It's told from Noah's point of view at age 13 and a half, and then above, and then Jude's point of view at age 16. So in Noah's point of view, Jude and Noah are really close. They do everything together. They're, like, considered, like, best friends, basically. And so there's a kid that comes in for the summer named Brian, and both Jude and Noah start getting closer to him, um, and sort of something happens there, and we don't know what it is. But when it flashes forward to Jude's point of view at 16 years old, their friendship is basically ruined with the brother. They don't like each other. Jude and Noah, they don't spend time together. They don't talk to each other. And it's a total flip in personalities. Before, Jude used to be the outgoing, sort of like popular one. And Noah was sort of like the one in the shadows. And now it's switched. Noah has all these friends. And he is like a normal teen almost. And Jude is like, she is an outcast. She doesn't yeah. do anything. She doesn't talk she to anyone. She holds from everyone else. Exactly. And no one knows why. And the reader doesn't know why either. And so trying to navigate what happened to the two of them, why they're like this, plus the plot. Oh my God, so good. <laughs> Literally so good. I could talk about this book for hours, but we don't have the kind of time for that. Sadly. Okay, so next book is One of Us is Lying. And we talked about this in, in our previous episode. Yes. Um, when Coming we talk- out as a... Movie, movie, yes. Um, soon. But we did want to re-emphasize it because this is definitely a very intriguing mystery and solid read. Yes. So it's told from all four points of view. Bronwyn, who's the nerd. Addie, who's the popular princess. Nate, who's like the criminal outcast. And Cooper, who's like the star athlete. Um, as they try to navigate and figure out who murdered their fifth friend the person who was in the room Simon so we've already talked about this so we won't spend too much time on this book but it's definitely a very good read um there is a sequel that is also out called one of us is next I haven't read that one yet but I've heard really good reviews about it so uh next book is the fall in our stars also by John Green this one is you probably heard of it obvious I'm pretty sure everyone has heard of it it's Something that 12-year-old me read and decided it was my favorite book. Looking back on it, 
<laughs> Maybe not. Maybe not. Um, there's definitely some interesting parts, as in they kiss in the Anne Frank house in Denmark. But the overall, this is just a very popular book, and I think yeah. it would be a shame if we didn't include it in our high school protagonist series. The next book we're going to talk about is The Hate You Give by Angie Thomas. This one took everyone by storm in either 2017 or 2018. It was huge, as it should have been. So well written. Five out of five stars, easily. Definitely. The main character's name is Star. Um, she is a black girl living in a predominantly black neighborhood, and she goes to this like fancy private school where she's one of the only black girls there. And it's sort of, she lives in these two separate worlds, one at home in this community and the other one at school. And her best friend gets shot on coming back from a party by a police officer. And the book centers around her dealing with this and realizing what her race means and how to be powerful because of it. The movie is also so good. I love this book. Okay, so the next book we're going to, so the second to last. Oh, the second to last book we're going to be talking about is The Perks of Being a Wallflower by Stefan Chops- Chopsky. And so it involves... It er- she really cannot pronounce anything. Evolve. No one Revolve. evolves. The book evolves. <laughs> the book... Yeah, let's start over. Okay. The book revolves around Charlie, who is... In the beginning of the book, he's kind of, like, very withdrawn. He's very quiet, kind of, like keeping to himself most of the times, but he writes these letters to this, like, anonymous person. We never know who it yeah. is. And so, as his years in high school... Not this years is, in high school. He's a freshman in high yes. school, and he's... The book starts with him being, like, really nervous about yeah. it. Um, he's also had, like, two traumatic things happen to but him. But he doesn't know. We don't know about those in the beginning. And True. he's not your average starting high school freshman first of all he was held back a grade so he's um 15 going into high school he's very like on your own it's called perks of being a wallflower because he's very much a wallflower he's never involved in anything he kind of he stays alone he's like a loner he watches from the sidelines and his thought process and the way it's written is so beautiful it is I absolutely love that book. I would highly recommend it to anyone. I feel like it's a perfect read for everyone. I don't feel like... Yeah, I think no matter what genre you like, unless you only read, like, fantasy books, <laughs> you are going to like Perks yeah. of Being a Wallflower. It's really cute. It goes through a lot of things, and, like, yeah. you see him open up as a character and evolve, and it's, it's nice. Content for warning for tra- um, traumatic experiences. Yeah. Um, it definitely deals with things relating to that. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's a little harsh in the way it relates to that. But it is a very good book yeah. overall. Um, basically, Charlie meets this group of seniors who are these like totally amazing characters. You know, like they're fun, outgoing, wild. Party. Yeah, yeah, partying. And he starts to open up and starts to develop. Yeah. The last book that we are going to be discussing is Everything, Everything by Nicola Yoon. She knows all authors. I do. It's weird. I'm remembering all of them. Um, technically, this takes place after high school, but they're seniors who have, like, they're seniors in high school. So it counts. Never mind. So the last book we're going to be talking about is Everything, Everything by Nicola Yoon. Maddie is a senior in high school, and she has severe combined immuno 
immunodeficiency. It's called SCID. Um, basically, she can't leave her house because she will die because her immune system isn't developed enough to deal with any like outside air related things. So she spent her whole life in this one house. Her mom is her doctor. And the only other person she knows is this one nurse until this dude named Ollie, Ollie. moves in next door. This was also a big movie a couple years ago. Yes, so it was. Most people have probably seen it. Um, and Ollie's like, Ollie intrigues her right away. You know, she's never seen anyone like him. And he convinces her to leave the house. Yes. And to like, you know, invite him over, things like that. And they go on basically this like, um, clandestine trip. <laughs> uh, Taylor Swift's coming in her class. Oh my God. <laughs> they go on this clandestine trip to Hawaii and it's just about Maddie opening up and like realizing, and there's a plot twist at the end that is so severe, but it's such a good book. It is. Any comment? It also gives Okay, you- while the characters are struggling and going through a lot, it's also like their romantic relationship and how that develops. And- yes, it's also very... 2012 tumblr i feel like i referenced that a lot and if you don't know what i'm referring to this makes no sense but to those who do very i feel like everyone went through a tumblr phase in some way or shape or form um if you didn't good for you you're better than the rest of us yeah well that is all for today's episode thank you for tuning in (laughs) um Tune in in two weeks for a special episode with an interview from our favorite person ever, Miss Johnson. Shout out to you. Um, That will be a back-to-school special. But for now, email us at PageBreakPodcast. You can find us on Twitter at PageBreak101 or TikTok at PageBreakPodcast. See you next time.